Hi, and welcome to today's market update brought to you by Cargill Elevate. Joining us live from Commodity Classic, I am Jenna Sievers, and I am joined today by Joe Christensen. Joe, we've had a mixed day on the board today. Wheat actually had a really hard day. Corn down five and beans the opposite of yesterday. We see some green on the board here. Let's start off with wheat, just seeing the most movement there. I know that we saw a little bit of you know, wetter weather in the western part of the U.S. What else are we looking at on wheat today and looking forward? Yeah, well, you said it. Weather is really the main driver. Some better precipitation prospects here in the forecast. Uh, two systems potentially coming across winter wheat country. They've been dry. They need the moisture. So market is certainly happy to see that. And we're seeing some selling as, as a result of that. And I think also, you know, like we've seen a fair amount of bidding and, and support just from, you know, Commercials needing to cover sales that, that were made to China over the past two months. Uh, some of that's likely getting cleaned up. We're, we're losing a little bit of that support and, and with the better weather prospects as well, uh, just seeing a little bit of selling here in the wheat pit. Yeah, we'll have to keep on weather there as we look to kind of come out of dormancy maybe early with these warmer temperatures and then keep on the eye out for colder temperatures. Moving on to corn, you know, we are off the May futures now and working towards it. And so we are down five now, 424, 425 off the May board. How do you feel about this move today? Is this a change in momentum versus a few green days we've had? Or what are you looking as we go through the weekend and come in on Monday? Well, just taking a little bit of a breather, you know, we've had four really positive sessions on corn, getting a little bit of selling. We are still going to post a higher weekly close, and, and that's really important. Um, you know, we're starting to change a little bit of the momentum, and, uh, you know, I think this is maybe a little bit healthy in terms of taking a little bit of a step back. And, you know, we're really going to be watching Monday to see, you know, if we get uh, fun buying coming back into the pit. Hopefully see a little bit of follow through from this price correction we've had after really a, a brutal month of, of, of February and hopefully can maintain some of the gains we have on corn. You know, we still have weather risk in, that we'll need to be watching in, in Brazil. Uh, they're off to a good start on, on the safrinha crop, but uh, it's been warm and dry. They are supposed to get some moisture, so that'll be welcome for the Brazilian farmer. But we'll really have to see how the, the forecast shapes up here for the last half of March. Yeah, as we're talking about Brazil, we know Brazil's been the f front and foremost conversation here in beans as Brazil harvest continues to work through. And we see the pressure on the pit, which luckily we've beans have been able to work through that today and see some green on the board. So what, do, what else are we looking at on beans? You know, what's giving us this positive spin today? Yeah, I think just a little bit of relief, you know, like beans have been under the most pressure and have really been, you know, seeing the, the negative price action. So finally finding a little bit of buying, maybe a little bit exhausted to the downside in terms of their move. We did make multi-year lows yesterday. So we're coming back a little bit, I think certainly encouraging uh, in, in terms of price action. You know, the funds are still carrying a big short in beans, too. We're, we're talking a lot about the corn managed money short, you know, being a record at, at 340,000 contracts as of the last COT. But, you know, beans are also 150,000 contracts short. So a lot, a big short position, you know, we still have weather risk. Uh, we need to get the rest of the Brazilian crop harvested. And we still got to plant and, and go through the weather risk of the U.S. crop. So probably a little bit of profit taking here from the short sellers on, on beans. And, and certainly that's bringing some buying into the pit. Joe, looking at the entire complex, you know, where do you see the opportunity for the markets here? Anything that we're looking at, you know, we know with the farmer has a lot of crops potentially sitting in the bin and or 24 crop left to sell. Any opportunities that you're looking for as we move into March, as today is March 1st, and then, you know, as we get into planting season? Yeah, well, you said it, we need to get into planting season here and, and we 
just spoke about the, the, the fund position, so they are sitting in a very sizable short position. Uh, typically, we see some risk premium come back into the market here as, as we move into March, April. Market will be watching Safrina weather. You know, I, I think to the extent that we get uh, follow through on the short covering bounce, you know, certainly an opportunity for growers to get caught up on sales a little bit. The funds are very short, but we know the producer has a lot to sell, not only in the U.S., but also South America too as well. So that's probably going to limit upside, you know, rallies. Uh, would encourage producers to kind of be disciplined, pick your targets. Uh, it's different for every farm, you know, in terms of what that patient's level is or, or how much you need to get sold, but would uh, encourage growers to not get too emotional, right? You know, I, I know once we get a short covering bounce, you always want to see additional follow through, but kind of pick your targets in terms of where you want to make your next sales. And, and, you know, we've been encouraging growers to look at 24 and 25 too. So we're at close to 470 here for, for Dece 24, uh, still profitable levels for, for a lot of growers. Uh, be looking out there in terms of your price targets, what, what you want to be doing, and you know we've always also been encouraging growers to look all the way out to 25 too. Uh, still decent prices, you know, get something on the books, protect yourself because the last thing we want is to see the funds maybe reestablish uh, big short selling. You know, see that DS24 price go below 450, and be scratching your head in terms of what you do next. So. Pick your targets, you know, if we get some additional follow through and, and use that as an opportunity to get a little bit further sold. Yeah, Joe, you bring up a lot of good points, just looking to get further sold on 24, 25, looking for those opportunities and knowing that Brazil still has a lot of crop to sell. The U.S. farmer has a lot of crop to sell that's in the bins and that is going to potentially limit our upside. So, no, great message there and something to keep our eye on as we move forward. To our listeners, thank you for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed this extra episode on this Friday. We look forward to talking to you on Monday and hope you have a great weekend.